Welcome to another episode of Use Your Words Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about everyone's favorite topic. And when I say everyone's favorite topic, I mean the topic that no one ever really wants to address. That is accountability. How are we accountable to one another as Christians? And what does that look like? And why is it difficult at times? And what are some of the messy lessons that me and Aaron have learned along the way while holding each other accountable on things? Let's get into it. Welcome to Use Your Words Podcast, where we believe in intelligently spoken conversations. So yeah, so, you know, and like I, like I, like I will admit, like I said, uh, some, one of the, I can talk, <laughs> or not, <laughs> yeah, or not. sneeze insert yeah, I, was like, I was thinking about that myself how are you doing mr johnson oh i'm okay all right good to hear well welcome to another episode of user words podcast where i got myself paul dearmond and aaron who just broke his shoulder johnson in front of me as he went to stretch his arm <laughs> he's becoming an old man and falling apart right in front of me it is entertaining earlier he was complaining about his leg now he's complaining about his arm but regardless, welcome and thank you for joining us on this episode where we talk about accountability. Aaron, uh, I was like, Aaron, what do you want to talk about? He's like, accountability. And then uh, <laughs> he went through all the scenarios and I was like, all right, let's do it. And so here we are. Wow. Yep. So that being said, since Aaron wanted to talk about it, Aaron, get us started. Kick us off. What, 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 what do you have to ask about, talk about? imagine about i guess for as far as accountability goes it's i don't know i guess i find it a difficult thing to do as of well as of late now that i really start to think about that kind of stuff a little more i guess mm-hmm. um i guess the things that came to my mind were about just why does it seem to be a difficult task to do I suppose more so of that than what is it all about. But I mean, obviously, that's an important thing to know is to really know like what accountability really, I guess, is for those, I suppose, that might not know, which I'd imagine most people would have an understanding of what accountability is. But I mean, that's something you and I have done in ways with each other as far as accountability goes and along. With the good old late and great Mr. Brewer, just late to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah. But, um, okay. So you're finding oh, it a little difficult yeah. to do. So well, let's break, yeah. let's, let's break down accountability from, I guess, from the beginning. Yeah. So what, I guess, maybe what are some of the questions, comments that you find difficult about accountability? What that, do I find difficult about accountability? Yeah. What, like, what are, or maybe what are some of the questions that you have about oh, accountability? I mean, gosh, well, one, okay, is why is it important? Why is it important? Why, why is accountability, accountability important? important? Now, what, let's let's frame this. Uh, how we're re- refine, defining accountability? We're defining accountability in this regard inside the Christian context. You know. Christian to Christian, person to person. We're not defining accountability in this regard as uh, you're you're taking responsibility for. Well, it might involve this, but it's not like you know Aaron went down and burnt down a building. Okay, <gasps> you know it's why is he not being held to the same standard in the law, and why isn't the law yeah. enforcement being accountable in holding him to that same standard? Might as get to that one. You know that. that that's a whole other conversation. And what we're talking about is the Christian context of Aaron goes. I looked at porn today. <laughs> yes, I went straight there. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> was oh, did I touch on something That's sensitive your... here? <laughs> I was I was gonna bring that up though, as far as because I and I give you props on it because we there's the thing is the ever accountable app, uh-huh, which I have removed myself again from. 
Yep, I just checked and I see zero active devices for yeah. you. Yeah, so you brought that up to me one one day and I was just like, oh, I was like, I'm trying, I'm going to see how I do without it again. Yeah, we'll see how long that goes. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, no, yeah, I guess as far as why, why is it important? Gosh, uh, I... So, so yeah, go let, on. I said, let me answer by why I yeah. think it's important first, and then I'll ask you if you have any comments. How about that? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, why is why is it important? Why is accountability between Christians important? Now, that's why I had to define it as that way as tr- uh, accountability between you know Christians. You know, whether that's you're in a part of a small group or where you're a group of friends, you know, helping each other uh, live as close to God's teaching as possible, however that looks, you know, whether that's a mentorship or that's a mentor-mentee relationship or that's a one-on-one friendship type thing, that 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 conversation, how that looks, it changes for every single person. It's not going to look the same between each group at all. You know, how me, you, and Josh do it is going to look completely different than how person X and person Y do it. Right. You know, and so why it's important is secrecy lives in darkness. Sin lives in darkness. Evil lives in darkness. Now, you're going, wait, all three live in darkness? Yes. All three of those things hate the light. And I'm not talking about the the metaphysical (laughs) idea of Jesus is light and God is light, and therefore they hate God. While that is true, Mm -hmm. they also hate the light as in exposure. Exposure. When when you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing, exposure of that is usually like you don't want that to be exposed. You don't want people to find out about it. Uh-uh. You know, you you go to a certain part of town where you're not supposed to to uh, purchase, uh, let's say, adult things. Yeah, you don't want to be caught walking out of it by your pastor who happens to be walking by to go to his favorite restaurant across the street. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, that, that's right. something you would be like, oh, uh, uh, not me, as you're throwing everything down to the ground behind you, going, not me, not me, not me. You did not see anything here. You know, think of stuff like that where you are embarrassed to be seen by it, doing it. You know, if if you weren't embarrassed by it, you'd be like, hey, look, look, Pastor, look what I have Check in my hand. Out. You wouldn't. <laughs> If there's that shame, there's a reason we have that shame because we know, hey, that might be doing good, good, what we should be doing yeah. sort of deal. <laughs> so that's why I said those things, yeah. darkness, right, sin, and bad things don't like the light. They don't like to be exposed to that light. They don't like to be there to be seen by the world and by everyone. We want to keep it hidden as much as way. And by being accountable... You're opening yourself up to let other people shine that light into the deep, dark corners of your soul and see what you're doing. Now, you have to be honest in order for that to happen. Yes. Because I just because, you know, me and you may be accountable with start, that doesn't mean that I am sitting inside your basement all night shining a flashlight on you, watching you with a webcam or anything. Oh, I see what you're doing, boy. <laughs> That's not what it means. It means no. that you have to say, hey, I screwed up. I did this. And that same thing for me, where I have to go, I screwed up. I did this. Yeah. There has to be that that transparency, that honesty, that openness. You know, it, it, you can't just be like, eh, and, right. just, and just hide it Put away. The walls up. And- because you hide it away. Okay. Today, it's looking at porn. Tomorrow, it's something else and something yeah, else it and it leads to sin yeah what you may be hiding may not necessarily be sin it may not be an evil thing but you aren't sharing that and it continues to grow and eventually it Can may become... lead to sin mm-hmm. it may lead to doing something wrong people are going well that's not sinful R- remember we're talking about in context of bible believing christians not yeah. what the world at general at large says is quote unquote right or not yeah so that accountability is necessary for that to be able to grow it's accountability is necessary to be able to say i am doing 
the best I can to become a better Christian, a better person, um, to live rightly as God has said so. And that is not something that comes easy. And that's why it is very, very hard. <laughs> See, that's also not a natural thing for us to want to do. No, it, say. it isn't. Well, mainly, uh, as you by saying, it's not easy. That's, yeah, it's not the natural thing for us to go to. Yeah, and we've gotten to a point where American culture is kind of, in, in a way, opposite of Christian culture. American culture is very independent, very, I will do what I need to do. I will be the cowboy. I will be out there alone and solo and do alone. that. Where Christian culture says, you need to be in group. You need to be in community. You need to be open about what's going on. Because only then can... So that's the only way it can happen. Well, because otherwise, then I mean, if you if you're all on your own, you're not being held accountable to anything or anyone. Yep. And also, other than yourself, but at some point, you're just going to get lazy with it and be like, "Eh, it's fine." Yep. And and the other thing about being accountable, why it's necessary, is these may be a struggle or a weakness that you have in your life that someone else that you're that you're talking to, and not when I say being accountable, that doesn't mean you go up to every single stranger and go. You go up to, hey, so what have you been doing lately? Like, oh, you were my third grade teacher. Do you know I look at porn now? You don't do that. <laughs> can, you, okay? can, you, can you help me with this? <laughs> That's not what you do. You find people that you trust and you talk to them and you have those conversations. Yeah. And maybe they've gone through something or maybe, the, you know, a similar situation that can help you. You know, maybe they can give you tips, tricks, you know, pointers. But also they can go, you know, they'll see you and they'll go, hey, Aaron, how are you doing with it? And they don't necessarily have to say what it is, you know, especially right. like if you're out in public. They're yeah, just they're know. they're just checking in on you. Yeah. Because part of accountability, you know, oh, I have someone checking in on me. It's like I, I, I know I need to be a little more mindful. And because humans we're very spatial. And when yeah, I, I see, like my space. No, what what I mean oh, by that is we need to see stuff. We need to see people. We need to know that someone's going to check on us, right? We have this idea of God, but we've never seen God physically. No. So while we go, yes, God is everywhere and every, you know, everywhere, at the same time, it's like, I've never seen him, right? So the concept is there, but it's like, oh, I can, at, at a way you can ignore it, but I can't ignore Aaron being in front of me. <laughs> you know, that that's a very mindful try that's a very mindful presence for me that aaron is here and he's going to ask me how i'm doing on things if i'm not afraid to (laughs) that's a whole other conversation but yeah so that so that's why i think uh, accountability is important it it allows us to grow in ways that we couldn't do on our own without community do you have any comments or other things you want to add to that or remove or (laughs) no not that I can think of at the moment. The, <laughs> the only thing that came up to my mind was when you mentioned the whole thing about, you know, s- someone going to the an adult store and then r- coming across their pastor as they're leaving. It's just like, oh, that's awkward. Because there's been the scenario as, um, that's brought up. I, I can't remember if this was like a work, weird work conversation or just a conversation with some random group of friends i don't know but the whole thing was was like what if you went to you know the good old otb on the border uh club for those of you outside of wisconsin area it's a a strip club it's a strip club yeah (laughs) okay why go on what if you what if you went there and came across your pastor already there kind of thing and then just bring up this whole awkward thing, and you could just brush it off by saying, "Oh, I'm well. I'm just here to, you know, try and, you know, you know, talk to these people, well, particularly the ladies, and you know, try and be like, get them away from it." But I was like, yeah, "Okay, you, we all know why you're there." So that was a whole fun conversation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if if, the, if that's where it comes up, that's a whole other conversation. And we got a couple people who need to have some talking to. <laughs> True, because then it's like awkward for you showing up because like, well, then why are you coming here? But then why are you here? But then, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but, there there needs to be a whole conversation with the pastor, with the the elders or the deacon board about that. And there needs to be a conversation with the person who went there and the, be like, 
What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, in that way, you're going to be held accountable. Like, there's going to be a couple people held accountable here. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a few, couple people holding them accountable. Right from there on out. Um, but no, yeah, that was yeah. It, gosh, that was that was good. I can't think of. I feel like I had something at one point, but now I've already forgot about. Okay. It. Um, I, mean, I guess one of the other thing was obviously is you know how do you go about doing that or well go, how do you go about holding someone accountable to something if it's if it's something that's difficult because I was I don't know and for me um I guess I've, when it comes to I guess just asking how someone's doing it doesn't have to be any about anything specific mm-hmm. um it just with but even just asking how they're doing in general well it, Typically, when you're holding someone accountable, it's for mm. something specific. Specific, well, yeah, specific. So whether so, that's yeah. spiritual or physical. Mm. So that could be drinking less. That could be, and when I say drinking less, not drinking like water. Yeah, I'm yeah thinking, alcohol. Uh, drinking alcohol less. Um, you or know, not, not engaging in pornography, not using, you know, yeah. uh, swearing or cursing as much. Uh, you know, stuff like that stuff, you know, or maybe it's it's physical. like. Going to the gym more or yeah. doing other things like that. Okay. Less eating. Less eating. You know, or, yeah. 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 So that that's what you do for accountable. It has to be right. actually intentional and it has to be stuff that is specific. You can't just keep them accountable in general. Well, and I guess, well, yeah. So we're, uh, what, what was I doing? Um, was it for me? It's even with, just asking, you know, someone's having a tough day or whatever. Or I guess it's just like, oh, how are, how, how are you doing? Like, it's just hesitant to ask that question because I already know you're not doing well. And I get nervous about just even asking about how you're doing because I know it's not going to be good. So, so I guess to relate that with accountability, it's like, but then at that point, you might not know or unless oh, you have. Okay, let me ask idea. this because I, I I need a follow-up question here <sighs> to, to clarify this. Oh, are you no. talking about how you hold someone accountable even when they're having a bad day? Or are you talking about just asking how they're doing when they're having oh, a bad you day? you could do both. Okay, because here's the thing. hold Asking someone how they're doing when they're having a bad day isn't necessarily holding them accountable. No. Not necessarily. No. That that's just showing concern and friendship yeah. and compassion for someone having a bad day. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, just asking how they're doing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you meant like asking but, them no, about being accountable. No, when so, they're having a bad day. Yes. So that's what I said. I needed to too. So uh, that, there's that one because yeah. the way you were going about it wasn't very clear oh, no, no, on what you were yeah, getting at. No, it wasn't. If you're saying the how do you be hold them accountable still? Like let's say you know you're holding me accountable for porn use or something. Okay. And I'm having a bad day. And how do you go about ask talking to me on those days? That's that's part of the conversation as well. Right. Yeah. And in those cases, just because someone is having a bad day doesn't necessarily mean you have to exclude them that conversation that day. In fact, it might be a good day to even have that conversation to check in on them. They're more susceptible of. Yep. So let's talk about how you. How you do accountability? How you hold people accountable? Because th- this is a very interesting topic, especially now in today's world, where you can use technology to help you do that. There's that, and also how everybody's so how they sensitive these days. Well, okay, so here's here's let's break it down. Yeah. In break order for accountability to occur, there has to be trust. If there's no trust, accountability cannot be done. You can't just, like I said, you can't just go up to a stranger on the street and say, hold me accountable. It doesn't work like that, okay? <laughs> there has to be a trust. Yeah. There has to be a relationship. Because in order for anything with accountability to work, there has to be follow-through. There has to be that idea that I know I'm going to see Aaron on days X, Y, and Z. I know he's going to ask me about this on X, Y, and Z, or he's going to text message me, or he's going to call me, or you know, I'm going to get I'm going to get communication from him somehow about what's going on. If it's just a stranger that I don't really have a relationship with, I can easily avoid them. I oh, can yeah. easily say, "Well, okay, fine, whatever." But if it's Aaron, who I see all the time, 
I know he's going to hit me up on Sunday or he'll sit, hit me up when we record podcast or he'll help me up, you know, a text message and be like, Hey, what's going on? What, what, what's, you know, what's, what's happening with this? You yeah. know, and, and you, I know you can ask me those things. So one, there has to be trust. There has to be a relationship without that. It all falls apart because in order to be accountable, you have to be transparent. Oh, which is a fun thing to do. Which sucks because we don't like doing that. We like to keep our little secrets and we can't. So that's step one. That's foundational to it. Now, how you go beyond there, that's up to you. Some of you might like the one-on-one face-to-face interaction conversation. And COVID times have made that a little more difficult. So that might be a Zoom call or whatever. But that's how some people do it best is that face-to-face interaction and it's because you can see the body language you can see how people are reacting kind of how we talked about with the the therapy and being able to text in the therapy doing it via text you don't get to see that you know he you know i'm folding my hands and putting them across my chest and just kind of being reserved being reserved or tense up or whatnot you could see me relaxed and emoting with my hands and that you could see all that going on say if you were good at reading people's tells that's yeah that's something you'd get in the physical communication which if you're me <laughs> it doesn't really matter. right and, and that's what i said <laughs> that's what i said everyone could do it differently you know right you know and where and where it's just the conversation you know and in that you have to rely on everyone being 100 percent transparent because there's nothing else that's gatekeeping and providing outside information mm-hmm. you know it's one-on-one personal contact and and now I'm not saying that the next thing means that there's less trust and less transparency. It's just, okay, you can use technology. Okay. Me, you, and Josh. Well, me and Josh. Yeah. Use that right now. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you could still see mine and Josh's stuff. We just can't see, you uh, can't see me. what you're doing. Yeah. But, you know, there's still that trust where we have to have, where we're being accountable and open with one another. But at the same time, then there's also this third party that kind of comes in and says, yes, this is true, or no, this is not true of what they're saying. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, Paul's report's good. Cool. Paul's report isn't good. Uh oh. (laughs) You know? So, Paul, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and then we can go back and pull the report and be like, hmm, why does this say otherwise? <laughs> and then you could be like, oh, that's, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> why are you lying, and, and maybe it helps with some of those conversations of like, hey, I screwed up. And Aaron goes, look, I know you said you've been doing good, but um, this report says you screwed up one time. And, and, and Aaron can then go, Hey, look, one time in in the past whatever months, he's like, that's he can be that's great. Always when whenever you're talking with someone and they're being accountable to something, be firm, but be kind about it. You know, so if Aaron sees on my report that I screwed up this month, right? He goes, Look, it's been six months since you last screwed up. Good job. Right. But you did screw up. And then he and then, you know, he can say that that's where you can have the conversation of like, hey, what happened? Is everything good? Is this a this isn't the start of something, right? This is just this was hopefully just a one time you know yeah. deal, and, and but then that's where that conversation can then start of like, hey, what happened? You know, let, let's talk about this. Let's go on. Let's continue talking about this, but yeah. never beat them down like, oh no, Paul, you screwed up. What the stupid. no, stupid. Help help them along. Yeah. Because you never want someone to come and tell you that you're just a big screw up and mess up when in fact, yeah, you messed up, but you know, for the past six, seven, eight months, whatever, you've been doing pretty good. And you've been getting getting better and you had a slip up and you had a mess up and it just happened to do that. Yeah. No, I was (laughs) saying that can go back to also being why it's important to do like well hold people accountable is like because you know when you address it again yeah in a kind but as you said yet firm way um 
And once you find out about what it is that the, you know, you're, when you're holding each other accountable, you can then go on and talk about the things of what to kind of like look out for to, mm-hmm. you know, help this from happening again next time. Yeah. Like if Aaron knows certain things, just uh, put me off on the deep end on things. He, he, he know, and he knows something like that happens. He can go, Hey, just checking in on you before you do something stupid. Right. And <laughs> be like, well, what are you doing? <laughs> what was, um, and even, gosh, I'm <laughs> just thinking back on some of our, like our past conversations. And like, you know, like if I were to go on a trip on my own, like, you know, you, I don't know, you just like talk about whatever things needed to be talked about. Like before I go off on some trip on my own or whatever, just to, you know, talk with me about whatever it is you were holding me accountable. Well, I guess one being, I guess you could say porn, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, this is like, you know, what can I do to help you, you know, you know, stay, you know, stay on the straight and narrow while you're out on your own, on your own, like trip or wherever it may be kind of thing. Um, cause it's, I mean, for me and I, I would imagine it'd be the same with most people, but it's like, if you go somewhere where you're not there often, it's easier to go off and go into places and do things you're not supposed to. When you know you're just going to be coming back home and you're not going to have to be, you know. Because you have no chance of someone walking and recognizing you. Exactly. On the street or when you walk into the club or whatever. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's where it is. It's good to, you know, be able to have those conversations with people. And as you already talked about, you know, having that trust with yep. each other on that. Yep. And the next part I'd say for how you do accountability is set up the expectations on how it will work. You know, it, yes. it, it doesn't help if I go, just hold me accountable to this. And then it's like, what, what, how, what, how, what set, have that conversation. And it may be difficult, especially the first few times, you know, the first few oh, times yeah. you go, Hey, Aaron. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I went to that triple X site today. You know, it, it's not exactly the easiest thing because, again, it, it's bringing light into that darkness. It's bringing mm-hmm. light into those things that you try to keep secret. So that's why you got to set up that and have that conversation of like, how is this going to work? How, how do we want to do this? You know, and that's where sometimes mm-hmm. technology can be cool. useful because it can help provide that platform of like, oh, look, here's a report. Here's what Paul looked at. Okay. Aaron can go, so uh, about this report, <laughs> you know. Sort yeah. of deal. So have that conversation. So again, be someone that you trust, that you have a relationship with. You know, decide if you're going to use any technology or tools to help uh, do the like the third party monitoring, or if you're just going to be honest and reliant upon with each other. In which case, you have to be 100 percent absolutely honest. Otherwise, this does not work at all. And the third thing is decide how you're going to do this. Is this a uh, you know, uh, just a, like a, a check-in every once in a while? Is this a weekly conversation that you have? Is this a conversation that only comes up when something pings on the monitoring system? How does this look? Because once you have those three things defined and established, it kind of starts to run on its own then. You know, yeah. and the conversations may come up once in a while about like, hey, this is what's going on that but I mean, like for me and Aaron and Josh, well, me and Josh, uh, <laughs> you know, we have the monitoring systems installed on our devices. So it really the only time anything comes up about that is when something pings and someone has a question like, hey, were you looking at this? And I, and I know sometimes some of the pings come up because, what was it? Words. <laughs> there was a website I was at. It was a tech website and it was showing the IP address of, xxx.xxx.xxx.xxx and the filtering system caught that and said <laughs> that xxx was a a, a red war, a red filtered word because that is usually related to pornography which i agree it usually is but in this right. case it wasn't but i still got flagged and like I, it wasn't just the like the hey you know yellow flag it was the full on red flag nah, everyone geez. got text messages that I was looking at something I shouldn't look at sort of deal, <laughs> you know? And I was like, well, okay, well, that went um, interesting. 
And, you know, Aaron was like, oh, so I saw that you got flagged for this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was just, you know, and it, it was the conversation starter that we had. And because we had already talked about how we were doing this, how we were, you know, using the software and how we were going to have the conversations and how it necessarily didn't have to be an ongoing daily or weekly thing. It was uh, when the essentially when the platform says, hey, something's going on. Yeah. You know, you either devices have either devices have stopped reporting or uh, people need to have been looking at stuff that they shouldn't be or stuff like that. And other cases, it might be a, a weekly or a daily thing. I remember one one particular time um, I was messaging you for a couple weeks daily just to see yeah. how you were doing. Yep. Because it was a, a thing. And then after those couple weeks, it, it trailed off to like once a week and then, you know, it kind of slowed down a little bit. But different scenarios may require differently. And you just need to have that conversation and be upfront about it. Yeah. Oof. Which is always, yeah, it's not fun being upfront about it. Um, but even, gosh, I guess like thinking about, you know, looking back over all the accountability stuff that has been done, it's, well, I guess you could say when it's working per se, it's crazy to see how, uh, how that affects things in the long run. Also, I suppose, and just, uh, I mean, this, uh, why is, why is porn always such a hot topic? Um, because it's a very destructive topic. You're not wrong. And it's an easy one to talk about because it, let's be honest here. Porn is a multi-billion dollar industry in the U S it is pretty, pretty, pretty well off. Yeah. Very well off. Um, but again, this, it could go with anything. I feel like it, you know, it, it starts to kind of develop character for a person you know when after holding each other accountable for a while it's you could say i don't know i'd say that it almost starts to become kind of a natural thing and well as far as being honest with one another um and not i guess going to those things that are destructive to you or the things that you're doing that are found to be bad Mm -hmm. um I guess a big one with it being, uh, well, the big one being pornography and stuff like that. It's, you know, staying away from it for a while. It's like, it's, it's like any drug. Cause I mean, well, whether, well, alcohol, the smoking, whatever it may be, not just weed. It can be cigarettes, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's the thing. It doesn't even have to be like substance stuff. There's so many different areas you can go with this. But anywho, it's that first while of trying to get away from it. That's the, obviously the hard part. Um, but uh, uh, once you're working on that and you're being and you're get you're successful with it for one, crazy how much more I guess that kind of to me is kind of. I suppose you could say freed the mind a little bit hmm. or, and, um, I just feel like this is less being weighed down. I'm not, I guess you could say, ah, is that say less weighed down because you're not trying to keep well, stuff a secret or is it less weighed down because others are now sharing in the burden or other things? So I would say, I would, I would say, um, one where it's not a secret, that makes it a lot, like once it's out there and done, it's just mm-hmm. like, whew, you know, you kind of get that like weight lifted off the shoulders thing. But then, as it, you know, if you're generally working hard towards it and you're getting better at it, you know, staying away, it's, it's, you know, when you're not, you know, going back to it so often, it's like you slowly, how, why can't I not describe it now? It's, it's you just I will one just feel better. It's like just more pure mind, pure minded, because that is one thing. Well, especially with pornography, that hurts the most is you know once you're like in a rut of it and stuck there for a while, it's like it doesn't leave you once you leave that screen. Mm-hmm. It sticks with you. 
and obviously affects how you like see either your friends or other people just in general. It's a, it, and it's very destructive, I would say. I'm sure most people would agree with that, hopefully. I don't know. Um, You'd be surprised. Yeah, this is true. But anyways, go on. Um, again, so as time goes on, it's like that. those things hopefully will start to kind of vanish off and you'll just be able to see things with just a better, I guess, better light, whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, that, that that's how you form new habits. It's just that time difference and change of things yeah. where, you know, again, we've used this example form, but it could be going to the gym. You know, it, you yeah. know they, they say it takes about 30 days to build a new habit. Right. So where that's 30 days of quitting something or 30 days of doing something new. Yeah, and I guess you know when you bring up the whole working out thing. I mean, if you keep up with that, you're gonna feel healthier after a while if you stick with it and stuff. And then, and with that, I mean, the healthier you are, probably the less stress you're gonna be feeling. Hopefully, mm-hmm. I, I would imagine so. Working out is a very good stress reliever. Yeah, there's that too. Yeah. Oh. Oh. So, and I guess and that's where I was trying to think of it. You know, why it. I mean, being a helpful thing for you, I guess, being being held accountable. Because it does help out with a lot of stuff. And it, it's crazy to see how that impacts other parts of your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And then one, again, with building character and stuff like that, if you're going to be willing to be honest about one thing that's especially a sensitive uh, thing for you, I mean, that just builds up other things that you might be more honest about. And just more honest in general about things with people kind of thing. Because that's what I found, too. Like, the more I have, you know, gone into, well, well, the longer doing accountability stuff and being honest openly with accountability, it's the more I feel like I tend to also be honest with others about just anything in general, really, I guess. I don't know. I feel like honesty just gets, becomes a stronger thing. And someone when you're holding being held accountable more often. Right. I, I agree. Because you find when you're doing that, you have and, and people usually think about accountability as, oh, it's just someone checking on in on me to make sure I'm not doing something. At the same time, it's also someone checking in on you and cheering you on. Right. Saying, You can do this. We got I got your back. The, yeah. You know, and making sure that you're and helping you move on to that next level of doing so it's, yeah, it's Whatever not there it is. just to sit and condemn you about something you did wrong. It's it's to inspire and encourage. Doing, yeah. So because once you start doing well, that's something you can get excited about as friends or whatever it may mm-hmm. be and celebrate something like that. Yeah, Makes and you could even turn into a little competition yeah, at some point. Yeah. Speaking of which, I still owe you a tattoo. Yeah, I got. <laughs> I got. I got to get one. <laughs> oh, I'd love to get a tattoo. Just don't know what yet. There's many things. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, accountability is one of those things that it's easy. This sounds weird. It's easy to talk about, but hard to put into practice. Oh, yeah. Because it's one of those things of... It requires action. Well, it requires action, but it requires that you also be brave. And here's what I mean by that. You know, Aaron, let's say... You know, I'm, and we talked about this a little bit, you know, you know, I'm having a bad day. How do you approach me and make sure I'm still doing okay on whatever that is, you know, what, whatever it is you're holding me accountable to. How do you, how do you do that? Because what if I'm grumpy? What if I'm, uh-huh. you know, how, how do you bring up those sensitive topics at times when maybe it's hurting and maybe they, whoever just screwed up. They're feeling ashamed and guilty and they're feeling like trash. How do you, what do you do then? Because that's the next step. Because again, we've talked about why you do it, how you do it, you know, what's the basis, but the practicality of actually implementing it, that's the tough and dirty nitty gritty. Because at that point, it's no longer this practical theory of when you're feeling good of saying, okay, Aaron, when I'm screwing up, you bring me back to earth. You, you, you ask yeah, me these right. It's when I just screwed up and I'm feeling like dirt, mm. how do you encourage? How do you bring up the topics when they're in the middle of that? So what you have to do, honestly, is when that's happening, 
A, be very sympathetic. Don't oh, yeah. don't don't be a a bull in a china shop. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Don't be the person yeah. that you just bull rush in and say, "Oh, you just screwed up." You did it again. What are you doing? <laughs> you know, don't be that person. That never, yeah, that never brings a good reaction. Be the person said that comes in and says, "Hey, look, uh, so yeah, you just kind of screwed up, didn't you?" <laughs> and, and obviously, you have to tailor it to the person's personality. You know, if you two have a very bantery personality, uh, you know, thing back and forth, bring a little banter, and if it's okay, you know, if you if you're able to do that, you know, and they're and they're not gonna end up crying more. Uh, if they're, you know, if you have a very a, a relationship where you can joke back and forth a little bit, bring a little humor into it. Yeah. Do what you would normally do in a conversation with them to make them feel better. Mm-hmm. The- and then once, you know, you kind of have them a little bit out less, oh, what was me? And, you know, a little less Eeyore and a little more Wayne the Pooh, then you can, <laughs> then you could be like, okay, let's, let, let, let's talk about what happened. Because there is a time and a place, and sometimes in the midst of the struggle, sometimes in the midst of the failure, sometimes that's not the time to talk about it. Sometimes that's the time right. to just sit with them. Yeah. And then once they're out of the funk, once the to- a little time has passed, then have the conversation. Right. And that's why you need that trust, because they need to know that when they're doing bad, that they can rely on you to not make things worse. Yeah. As I say, I know one, one thing that always, uh, I don't know, I'd say one thing that's always kind of helped with me also is, you know, okay, all right, yeah, I just screwed up with that, whatever it was. And I'm all upset about it, just me, pouty, whatever. Um, yeah, generally, I don't like to be talked to right away in those moments where I'm already just like a, Is anything you say, I'm just going to be like, yeah, okay, whatever, thanks, yeah, thank you, hmm, eh. whatever. But, it's, um, so I mean, yeah, also, so giving it that little bit of time does help at times, but then, I don't know, I, I feel like it can be tricky. And this is where, I mean, yeah, it comes to, you know, really having, knowing that person, depending on what it is, um, is knowing when to come in and, you know, talk about whatever it is that's going on. But, um, so it could be giving it time, but then although sometimes you don't want to let it go so far where it's just like, oh, out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. Because if it never gets dealt with, then it's like, well, then you're not going to get anywhere with it. But then, anywho, um, it's, the biggest things that for me that have kind of helped get out of that whole slump or the whole, I guess you said, woe is me thing is when you realize or find out that the other person that's trying to talk to you about it is also in their own, you know, has their own thing going on, whether it be the same thing or not. Uh, it, generally, if it's the same thing, it kind of helps a little more. But this is finding out, it's like, oh, so you, you mean to say I'm not the only one having this? Of course not. But so, as humans, we like to believe we are the only I ones know, experiencing it all the time. Just because, well, fun things always seem to happen there. <laughs> For real, though. <laughs> so it's that aspect of, yeah, knowing that the other person isn't alone. And that's, yeah. yeah. And sometimes in the midst of that, again, depending on the person, sometimes it is the time to go, hey, we need to talk about what it is. You know, again, depending on the person, depending on what it is, you know, their mother just died, probably not the time. Yeah. Okay. They Give us some time. They just closed the laptop lid because they got caught, you know, looking at the website. (laughs) That's maybe the time. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know, so again, different, different what was me moments, different what was me responses and actions. So you, that's why I said you have to know each other. You have to have that relationship because it's not a, it's not literally an instruction manual that can give you step one, two, three, four. This is what you do. This is an experiment. This is a try, a fail, try again, try again, 
Yeah. Try again. Oh, come on. Just keep on trying again. <laughs> sort of scenario. There is no perfect There, there is no one, two, three, four. Who do we adore? Yay. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Okay. You, you could be a cheerleader as much as you want, but you cannot use a cheer on this. Instead, it's late night calls at midnight <laughs> after <laughs> uh, <laughs> Skype sessions. <laughs> Those are the best kind. It's, you know, and then follow-up conversations from then on, you know, it's text messages of, hey, uh, you were just flagged on this. It's pulling someone aside and being like, hey, we don't have a lot of time, but um, you got no devices enabled on the accountability (laughs) app. (laughs) So how are you doing with that, though? Yeah. You know, you have to kind of play around with how that works. Yeah. Now, again, there are friends, especially nowadays in our interconnected cultures with internet everywhere, where, you know, people don't live right next door one or within even a, within a couple of hours of each other. And they're still helping hold each other accountable thanks to the use of technology and those relationships and friendships built up previous to, you know, maybe the moving or you know, they're really good at able to have conversations on Skype and Zoom and just have conversations with everyone. Yay, yay, yay. Happy go day everywhere. In other words, I'm describing Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what, one thing I guess I've, uh, I guess I find weird is, you know, if I think about like, you know, for me, thinking about someone coming up to me and asking me how I'm doing, just like, I was like, you know, I wouldn't want them to be like afraid to come ask me, like, oh, how are you doing with this? Or how are you moving? Like, yeah, well, yeah, I'm doing either great or, oh, yeah, I'm not doing good. And if I'm not doing good, I'm going to stutter a lot. So, and then that's the tell. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know you're a tell. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's for myself personally. It's like why is like why do you get so nervous to ask other people how they're doing with whatever? Or it's like if they were to come up to you, you'd be like, oh, you know, you'd be fine with it. But then when it's me going up to them, it's like, oh, it might be a really bad reaction. I don't want to do it. <gasps> I'm scared. So that that's just uh, that's me. And the that's time. the thing. If someone's going to hold you accountable, right? Mm-hmm. They have to be able to go up to you. And address you mm-hmm. and not be scared. On the flip side, if you're the one being held accountable, you need to be willing and able to answer yes. when they come up. Yes. And hopefully it's not a one-sided thing. Now, sometimes it is a one-sided thing. You know, maybe it's a pastor or a mentor holding uh, someone accountable. And maybe they're dangling like a gift card in front of them so mm-hmm. they read the Bible or something. You can do this. Yeah. You know, or other stuff like that. Things happen, you know. Th- there are various ways you can you can use do accountability. You can do the whole carrot dangling as one method. Definitely works. It's up. Okay. It's it's up to you and how you want to do that relationship. But what I found personally is that when it's a two way street, not a one way street, it's more effective. Because what's a two way street, it's you're holding each other accountable. You're not just one of you holding one of the other accountable. Because when it's one person holding another person accountable only, so one-way street, it could be real easy for the other person to potentially become very secretive on their own unless someone else is holding them accountable. Right. With whatever it is that they got going on. Yep. Yeah. So my recommendation is if you do this, unless it's like a mentor or a pastor type person, make it a two-way street thing. Make it it a a, a bi-directional conversation that just happens then i say in the end the better you get with it i mean the better off you're both going to be in the long run anyways too yeah with whatever it may be and and i can tell you from experience me and aaron have had our uh learning learning pains on this whole thing at times (sighs) aaron's shaking his head no (sighs) but i'm lying that's totally not true (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah exactly you know where Either it was, you know, conversations were uncomfortable at times or, you know, we didn't know how to address it. Either, And that could be from both sides. Um, you know, so that does happen. So don't expect to be perfect right away when you're doing this. 
you're going to make mistakes. You're going to make the other person angry. You're going to make the other person cry. You're going to make the other person sad. You're going to make the other person, I don't know, crazy. I don't know. <laughs> but you're going to mess up. Yeah. So you have to, ha- that's why another part of that, why you have to have relationships there is you have to have that grace to forgive the other person as you screw up. Because guess what? Yeah, you're holding each other accountable, but you're still human after all. And as humans, we tend to screw up just quite a bit, way more than we'd like to admit. And we will make the other person mad, irritable, upset by accident or sometimes on purpose Mm -hmm. because it's sometimes entertaining to us. But we have to be willing to accept that, that the other person that, you know, we we said, hold me accountable or I'm going to hold you accountable as well, that there's humanity involved. There's issues involved. There's days where it's going to go great. There's days when it's going to go wrong. And don't let those days where it goes wrong cause such a stir and a headache that you say, screw this, I'm no longer doing this. Because ultimately, the whole point of accountability is to bring those things that are in the dark into the light. So that way those things can flourish that are good and be destroyed that are bad. For those things that are right and righteous as defined by God's word, to be the things that continue to grow and for the weed in our life, the sin to be destroyed by the light. That's ultimately what's there for. That's ultimately what we do it for. And that's ultimately why it hurts and is so hard is because it's our sinful nature fighting straight against the thing that is rooting out that darkness in us.